0: Julia Forrest, Portfolio Manager in Australian Equities at Pendle, welcome to The Point.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: This morning, we're talking about property and particularly retail and office real estate. Julia, New South Wales and the ACT are emerging from lockdowns. Victoria is about to. From an investor's view, what's it mean for retail property?
1: Well, it's exciting times and what a time to open leading into summer uh, Uh. and to Christmas. So they couldn't have got their timing better. Uh, So we have been in lockdown in Sydney for, I think, 102 days. So we're re-emerging. I think the first point of call will probably be services. Uh, So we'll see all of the services at all of the shopping centres fully occupied, Probably from, I would say, eight in the morning till eight o'clock at night. Uh, So everybody's raring to get out and to get their hair done, maybe update their clothes, their jewellery, because of course we are leading into party season. So I am expecting a very buoyant time in terms of retail and uh, shopping centres. Partly it's timing, partly it's uh, that we've been locked down over two lots of school holidays. People have money to spend. I don't know about you, but I didn't have a lot of confidence booking holidays uh, for December. So uh, I'm still not planning to go anywhere, uh, yeah. whether regionally or interstate. So I have money to spend too. I have two teenage daughters and uh and looking forward to spending some money on them. So I think in terms of timing, it uh, couldn't have been better for shopping centres to be open. I think what will differentiate this reopening versus the previous reopening last year is that we're coming out into a period of surging asset prices. So when we emerged last year in May, June, people were still uncertain. We have seen house prices up 20 to 25% since then, and also stock prices up a long way. Uh, people have cash in, uh, in their banks, and they're feeling wealthy. So I'm expecting a pretty buoyant time for retail.
0: Okay. I like the fact that you think jewellery is a service too, Julia, for the record. <laughs> yes, if you go to some of those shopping centres today, and particularly the ones in Sydney, there are still boarded up shops. I mean, not hugely, but I went to one recently and there were a number of boarded up shops. Do you think many retailers won't come back?
1: Uh, unfortunately, that that is a likelihood. Yes. So I think, you know, we're probably opening up into a period of, of less supply. So uh, whether it's cafes or apparel, I think retailers have used this time to probably close their bottom five to 10% of stores, particularly if they were in holdover, that is there wasn't an active lease um, Mm. on the premises. So we probably are opening up into a period where there will be less supply. One of the issues for retailers, of course, is whether they actually have had the confidence to order enough inventory ahead of reopening. So that will be an issue as well as whether they have sufficient staff. Um, So that, that complicates things a little as well.
0: So let's move on to office. People presumably will return to work in coming months, so perhaps not at the same levels as they have been pre-pandemic. What do you think the outlook for the office market is?
1: Well, I th- you know, I'm actually sitting in the office at the moment. There's very few people here, mm. but I suspect that most people will be back in uh, in December uh, for Christmas parties and lunches because uh, everybody has been locked down for a long time and they're probably missing their colleagues. So I guess the big returning time in terms of in earnest will probably be sometime in January where you'll see this continuity of, of people back in the office. But I think, you know, the cycle of work from home is quite well established and I, I suspect that we're, only, you know, we're going to see people in the office probably three days a week from here on, which will obviously impact demand uh, for office property, but probably more in, in the reconfiguration of space. I think that employers really need to get people back in the office, to work together, to collaborate. But at the same time, I think that they probably need to earn the commute. I'm actually quoting Len Lease there. Mm-hmm. But you know they need to make the office vibrant and, and compelling for people to really uh, want to come back into the office.
0: So I suppose for most investors, the big question is, what is the medium and long-term outlook for both retail and office?
1: Uh, So for retail, we have seen a number of transactions announced uh, in the last two weeks, uh, and we do expect a couple more, which have really, I guess, put a floor under prices, Prices have been marked down in the last year and a half. They're probably off somewhere between 7 and 20%, depending on the quality and the dominance of the centre. But I think where book values are now, uh, we're seeing quite a lot of support. So I think for, for retail, things will improve from here. You have seen rents marked down, and I think they're probably more at sustainable levels now. Um, the surprising thing has really been office the demand for office assets has been robust. So book values have held and that's despite I guess what we can see is probably going to be slower demand but also continued supply. And the reason why supply is is continuing is that office values have held their values. So it makes sense for developers to continue developing because they can continue selling assets at book value, uh, even though the underlying demand may not be there. So we're pretty optimistic on retail uh, in terms of net operating income and in terms of values. The office book values are holding, but we can see rents continuing to be under pressure for the next two to three years.
0: Julia Forrest, Portfolio Manager in Australian Equities at Pendle. Thank you for talking to The Point.
1: Pleasure. Thank you very much.